hey everyone it is another episode of biblio banter as always i'm here with lexi hi everyone and today we're going to be reviewing a book that can just best be described as cozy yes cozy fantasy (laughs) straight out of your cozy dreams So we are going to review Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry today. Um, Adam just recently finished it, probably Mm -hmm. when, like, the past couple days? Yep, finished it before the weekend. (laughs) Perfect. Oh, even before the weekend. Nice. Uh, I've read this a couple, maybe, like, two months ago um, for a fall cozy read, but this is just, like, all year round. If you want to feel like... If you feel like you need a warm hug from a book, this is the book to read. I don't care if you don't normally read fantasy. It is the perfect introduction anyway, and it is so cozy. So just to read you what it's about, um, Legends and Lattes is about Viv. After a lifetime of bounties and bloodshed, Viv, an orc, is hanging up her sword for the last time. She's battle-weary, and she aims to start fresh, opening the first-ever coffee shop in the city of Thune. But old and new rivals stand in the way of success, not to mention the fact that no one has the faintest idea what coffee actually is. If Viv wants to put the blade behind her and make her plans a reality, she won't be able to go at it alone. But the true rewards of the uncharted path are the travelers you meet along the way, and whether drawn together by ancient magic, flaky pastry, or a freshly brewed cup, they may become partners, family, and something deeper than she could ever have dreamed. Mm. What a beautiful description. And I love on the front of the book, it says it's a book of high fantasy and low stakes, which Mm -hmm. is a perfect way to describe it. Yes, um, very (laughs) much so. (laughs) It is very like and I so this would be a perfect read for people who love Dungeons and Dragons. So and I know that Travis Baldry wrote this book book during NaNoWriMo a couple years ago actually he like just set out to meet Dang. a certain word count he wrote it all within a month obviously there's been multiple drafts since then um but he just had this idea of introducing coffee into a world that doesn't know coffee and he used his inspiration from the world of Dungeons and Dragons and used creatures from there to kind of build his characters and build this world around it and he just wanted it to be lighthearted and sweet and it very much, it very much is so. Oh yeah, it's it's incredibly sweet. Um, I've described some of the characters um, as simply being friend shaped. <laughs> <laughs> they so are too. I remember you sending me teams messages. Thimble is friend shaped. <laughs> it's yeah, so true. Basically, <laughs> it, what I love about this is it's so inclusive. Like you will find so many different creatures, and um, well, is that the right word? Like different. Species, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah. Obviously, we Viv, have Viv. She's yeah, an orc. Viv is an orc. Um, on the uh, also on the cover is one of the first uh, people she really works with, uh, uh, Tandri, who mm-hmm. is a succubus. Yes, and um, very different from what you would classically expect of a succubus. It's not that she's not pretty. Like the drawing is very pretty and everything, but she's. Very much a studied woman and everything. Yes. Doesn't doesn't really want to go about the classic um, image portrayal and everything. Which a lot of the characters in Legends and Lattes, you can tell, are judged based on their appearance. And they all reject these ideas of what they should be based on what they look like. That's another thing I love about the book. Because there's also, so there's, we have an orc, Viv. We have the succubus, Tandri. 
Um, we have Thimble, who is my favorite. Thimble is the best. <laughs> he is a ratkin. And if you're confused as to what that would look like, just picture a like life-size rat, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. Like, um, And I... I don't think he's on the cover. No, there's some fan art of him. If you yes. search uh, Legends and Lattes, you'll find you'll actually it's not fan art, it's official art. There's an mm-hmm. image of him giving a cinnamon roll to uh Viv and Tandry. Yes. Thimble and so Thimble is a baker in the book. I don't think that's really spoiling much. Um which is just so cute to picture like I just picture like a bigger Remy from Ratatouille mm-hmm. making pastries and just living their best life. Thimble is so sweet and he doesn't really talk much. He's very shy. Um, but it's just so cute to picture a rat, a ratkin in in a kitchen just baking and having the best time. Oh yeah. It's it's wonderful. Um so so cute. The descriptions of just the 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 nature of the um of the coffee shop and everything of what it's like, like you you can very much picture it as it's being built, as um, oh, yeah. it's coming together, and then when it opens up, the first couple days where there's nothing, like you know, the the there's maybe a couple people, then they do the free samples and things like that. It's it's so good. It um, is, and it's so it's kind of realistic in that way. Like reading it, the descriptions of the coffee itself and the mechanisms that they, because you know this is a different world. This is a this is. Thune where they have to use different kind of machines to make coffee and this is a town that's never even heard of coffee so how do you sell something that people haven't heard of Um, and there's like medieval mechanisms that they have to use because it's you know the fantasy Mm -hmm. world but there's also like he introduces modern technology kind of in such a fun way like there's um there is a human in this story believe it or not i believe he's a human um pendry who's actually a... i think there's two i think there's also oh. a wizard remember the the wizard that comes in that they oh, that the, likes the, the ley lines or whatever yeah yes, yes. and he's your class he's your classic starbucks student <laughs> yes yes yeah yeah he likes to come in and study and only buy like one cup of coffee and then just sits for hours and hours taking up space. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I for, I did forget him. Yeah, Hemington. <laughs> but but Pendry is a human bard. Like he he just likes to play music, and he ends up playing music in the shop. And they kind of introduce like the electric guitar, basically. Oh yeah, it's great. It mm. is so cute. <laughs> it's just so good, and it makes you laugh out loud because it's like, can you imagine bringing the electric guitar into like even our medieval history? I just can imagine mm-hmm. p- the amount of people probably covering their ears and being like what is this sorcery <laughs> oh absolutely it's great um i also love like uh they play into the, the the typical fantasy like a lot of the things that um viv gets for the shop is gnomish in make because yes. in classic fantasy gnomes are artificers and tinkerers they're the ones mm-hmm. that um have like the advanced the, the advanced tech. technology mm-hmm. though if you go to uh dragon you'll find that they're like well gnomes have technology but they can't be that good so it blows up 70 percent of the time <laughs> and i'm like man dragon lance uh, th- i have opinions about dragon lance we can discuss that in another episode <laughs> <laughs> and to keep the diversity rolling there's also a hob character named cal uh, he's a carpenter, and he helps Viv um, get her shop running. And what I love, because the story basically starts off, off with some action, because, of mm-hmm. course, she was a part of a band of mercenaries, the the rat, no, what is it called, something? 
Something's Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, Ra- Ra- oh my gosh. Um, Rackham's Ravens. Yeah, yep. Rackham's Ravens. That's what it is. Yeah. So I knew it was another R. Sorry that you guys had to listen to me mumble. Um, so she was a part of Rackham's Ra- Ravens, Band of Mer- Mercenaries, and her. And the opening of the book opens with her very last, um, like, adventure that she has with them. And One last job. <laughs> yes, one last job before she hangs up her great sword. Or is it an axe that she has? It's, it's a sword. Um, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. So, yes, orc swordswoman. <laughs> the... Um, and it's kind of like, it's, well, I want to say gruesome. It's not. Cause you don't, even though the detail is great, it's not like you're reading a horror novel. You're not like absolutely disgusted by what you're reading in that first prologue mm-hmm. during the last adventure, but there's still some action. I think a lot of people loved like Dungeons and Dragons based books because of all of the great action that's detailed in there. And there, and I love that, like absolutely nothing wrong with that, but you're definitely going to get into this book and get more of the cozy community aspect. In many ways, it's kind of like a charming, just long telling of a slice of life epilogue. It is. It yeah. Is. To a, to a campaign. Like that's, yes. it's wonderful. I love it. It um, is like the end of a campaign, like the ending of a campaign you always wanted. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Like, cause you know, we always know about the adventurers and things like that, but it's like we want to see like what what are their goals like when they when they hang up the adventuring and things like that. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's kind of nice in that regard that we we kind of get zoomed in on the often overlooked aspect of a uh, what would be a D and D campaign. Yeah, and especially for an orc because I mean, not necessarily necessarily in D&D but like in a lot of video games I've played in a lot of fantasy like role-playing games orcs pretty much battle until they die or like they're there to be strong and useful and once they're not useful anymore they want to die an honorable death and that's I mean it's still kind of the case for Viv but honorable Mm -hmm. means different things in this book and I love that she like has dreams that she for years has been thinking about and cultivated and um, works towards these goals and just settles down in in a small town and it's just so picturesque and it's like a hallmark fantasy. (laughs) Oh absolutely it's it's great I absolutely adore it. Um, Yeah it'll just make you blush and smile and so happy. There's a, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil this, but there is a surprise romance. It's not super, it's not like, this is not a romance book. It's not no. focused on that at all, but it, it will, it will surprise you. Mm-hmm. It surprised me and I was very, I was very excited. Um, so if that interests anyone, it's not a romance book though. Don't think that that's like the primary thing. It's not. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I really love, though, is the way that um, it's constantly stated, like, there are things that could happen that uh, in the book, like, obviously, new business in town. Like, the one of the, like, we say low stakes. Like, there's no dragons or anything like that that you have to deal with or anything. It's the new business. You're in the town. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with, you know, the criminal element. The local thing. thugs. Yeah, the local <laughs> the local thugs. And it, it's, I really enjoy how this book goes about dealing with it because Viv could just go ahead and be like, I'm a big orc. I can beat you up. <laughs> yeah. That's and like, I'm going to that's do like, what There's I want. five of you. It's still outnumbering. I, we're still, you're outnumbered in my favor. Five to one. <laughs> right. And she knows it too. Like she, 
And when she and she builds her business from scratch, she literally rents a horse stable or or purchases like an old horse stable. So it's smelly, it's gross, it's old. And then she starts building from there. And she has like a curmudgeon uh, neighbor, Laney. Laney, yes. I love (laughs) Laney. Who doesn't love the curmudgeon neighbor? (laughs) Um, And she just has this community that really comes together to help her build this business. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a quote... And I'm. It's gonna take me a second to find it. I had it pulled up, and then <laughs> then course, you had to switch to something else. Well, then of course the app like reloaded. Oh it, no! It, yeah. So <laughs> then, okay, here it is. So I don't. I, I'm not gonna say where this quote is born from in the story, like how it comes about. But I do love this quote: "What flames could not consume, never shall be extinguished." Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's a good quote. It's so good. It's it really gets to the heart of the story. I think. I mm. think it really represents a lot of what this whole book is about. Um, but I was gonna say earlier too when you were talking about you know you're starting a new business. I also think Travis Baldry does a really good job of addressing those new business fears. Yeah, it's it's a crazy thing that um, in a lot of stories like. They'll go to the thing where it's like, oh, I plan on opening up a bar of my own. And then they just cut. They got the bar. It's like, you never see anything about that or anything like that. It's like, I, I, I sometimes I want to know, like, oh, interesting. They got the bar. And they've they're, they're already got their patronage, things yep. like that. It's already it's established. Like, How does like, the establishing happen? <laughs> like, like, some, like, in some cases, yes, there are things where a lot can be said about we don't need this portion of the story. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I've softened my stance on the star Wars prequels, for instance, I have significantly <laughs> softened them. I also think they were wholly unnecessary because in all honesty, the mystery was kind of more interesting than anything we could have gotten. Mm-hmm. Sorry, George Lucas. I love you, but it's just kind of how literature works. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, no, that's fair. I really enjoyed the business building of the. And honestly, like I love, I love fantasy. Period. So mm-hmm. I knew I was going to read this book, but I ended up purchasing it because I was like, I've never really seen. I'm sure they're out there. There's a lot I haven't read, but I haven't really seen like a Dungeons and Dragons based fantasy that wasn't focused on action. And there is like action scenes, but it's like the cover states it's low stakes it's not dragons coming to burn the city down it's like she isn't getting her coffee beans on time or like exactly and she needs somebody to help her she's you know she's an orc she's big she can she can lift and she's strong she can like she can build things, but she needs somebody to lay out the plans for her. And that's where the carpenter comes in. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show that you have to lean on other people. And it's just so interesting to think of how somebody would start a business like that. And the way they describe the coffee and the pastries. Oh, my God. They describe, like, the lattes mm-hmm. and the way they describe Thimble's, like, cinnamon ca- or cinnamon rolls and different pastries that he makes. It'll make you so hungry. So you have to read this in, like, a cozy cafe. Get, get yourself get yourself a coffee or a cocoa and get yourself yes. some sweets to go with it because you're going to want them. It'll pair <laughs> so well. And if you're in the area, you could always go to Flyleaf or Coriander's. Sit and read because they have tasty drinks and pastries that you can have to pair alongside with the book. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's oh my gosh it's just so fun it definitely feels like a warm hug i read i read the first book next to um a fireplace and i was like this this is peak <laughs> this is the peak of my life yeah <laughs> this is peak coziness <laughs> oh it's it's just perfect and i mean I've already bought the second book and I'm Yay. going to uh, be reading. That's going to be my Christmas read. Yes. <laughs> so to talk about the second, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to talk about what it's actually about really or anything, but Travis Baldry did just come out with um, the second book. It's technically a prequel. It's called um, Bookshops and Bone Dust and it's Legends and Lattes number zero because it, I'll just say it's Viv like years prior to the Legends and Lattes story. Um, and the cover of that one is also beautiful. We have um, a ratkin on the cover, and uh, I think it's called a griff- Griffith, Griffith, or so. It's like an owl dog. Mm. It is. He is so cute. I am gonna say his name is Pot Roast. If that doesn't draw you in, that's if a, a dog name. Yeah, if a dog named Pot Roast doesn't draw you in, nothing will. But it is so good. It's just as cozy. And there's an epilogue that completely made me like squeal with delight. I was like, oh my god. I can't believe that this that he wrote this. So I actually listened to Bookshops and Bone Dust because the wait for it was shorter than our physical copy at the mm-hmm. library. And Travis Baldry reads it himself and he does such a good job. So I will say if you're an audiobook person, I think that these two books are perfect because they're not too long. Like it they're like nine hours or so. And he does he does voices just like you would in a D and D campaign. He has mm-hmm. different voices for each character and he does them well. It's so good. You know exactly who's talking before he says and Viv says, or you know what I mean? Because you can hear them. And he does so. He does his characters justice. So definitely, uh, I definitely recommend reading that. I would still read Legends and Lattes first, though. Yeah, because it, it's a, such a good introduction. And then Bookshops and Bone Dust. It'll just make you more giddy about yeah, the characters is, this, this, that this pop is, this up. Is like, this is like a reverse Yakuza thing uh, for, <laughs> for those who've played the Yakuza games. Start with Yakuza Zero, even though it was a prequel that came out way later. Because it actually makes a lot of the other games make sense. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times that's the case where prequels w- like are there to make sense of what comes later. But on a, I, I say read Legends and Lattes yeah. first because it'll just make you giddy about different scenes and characters and stuff in Bookshops and Bone Dust. Where when if you read that one first, it'll still be lovely and cozy, but you're not going to be like certain characters you're not going to recognize. You're just going to be like, ah, yes, a new character, but... In reality, mm-hmm. it's a callback to Legends and Lattes. <laughs> yeah, um, I can see that happening. I, I haven't sat down to read it. Like I said, I'm going to for uh, Christmas and everything. It's going to be my cozy. What a good Christmas uh, yeah. gift to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Um, and just for the record, like you said, we we do have the book. Yes. Um, it's uh, available. Um, you have physical copies? Yep, we have physical copies. We have, and it's Bookshops and Bone Dust is off the show. I have not even seen it because the the whole there was a whole list, um, but we do have physical copies. We also have the ebook and audiobook on Libby. Yep, and the Libby um, audiobook list is get is getting longer for Bookshops and Bone Dust, but for Legends and Lattes, I think there's like two people who have it out right now, so you can yeah. listen to it anytime. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. Um, fantastic, fantastic fantasy setting, very cozy, very uh, comfortable. Um, look up fan art and the official art because the art is so fun to look at. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, That's my... age recommendation for it. Oh, I'd say honestly, preteen up. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like too gruesome. It's not like the there romance is, is very parents, light. There is there is one single 
F word in, like in it, and it's one sentence that happens. Oh, um, I'm glad you pointed that and, out. But um, oh. it's what I call the tactical F word, where it's like you know, <laughs> ah, yes, it's placed well. You, you play, you place it well, rather than just peppering the dialogue with it. It's a single, it's a single one. It comes in, and it's at a very, very yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm so glad you said that. In so in bookshops and bone dust, the F word is absolutely littered throughout because it's a part of this character like one of the characters' personality where like she seems very cozy and sweet, but she's just constantly <laughs> cussing up a storm. Mm-hmm. So and it's not like in a well, I mean she's saying the F word, but it's not like um there's not sexual references, anything like that. It's just like She's this cute character that you expect nothing but sweet words to come out, and she's just constantly saying the F word. So I guess take that take that for what you will. But Legends and Lattes, I really do think, is fine for teen, like for young teens and up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, teens and young adults, yeah, definitely. They're hearing it. Mm-hmm. They're hearing it. They're seeing it in their video games. Like, it's... Honestly, it's way cozier than a lot of the video games. 100%. Well, it's way more cozy than Call of Duty or anything else that the kids are playing mm. nowadays. So I think I think it's just fine. And it's a great Christmas read. It, like, I thought it, like, I picked it up for a fall read. I mean, and it's good, like I said, all year round. It's, um, it, it's like, it goes through different seasons, I, I mm. believe. So it doesn't really matter what season you pick it up in. But it really makes me feel happy for, like, to have a home and to have the community I do, which I think is what Christmas and the holidays themselves are all about. So I think it's a perfect winter read. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, unless you have anything else, that's our review. No, that is the review. I definitely say pick it up. It's, it's great. Um, and uh, pretty quick yeah. read. Yeah. Quick read. Very quick read. I mean, um, I, like you said, I was sending you teams messages about it, like mm-hmm. through, cause I'm literally sitting on desk and I'm like, um, just like, yeah, I'm reading this and everything, and uh, thimble is French shaped. <laughs> yeah, thimble is French shaped, and I'm just Fennis like, is not. No, <laughs> <laughs> who you'll know once you read the book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's all for today. Let us know what you guys are reading and what you consider cozy reads and what you recommend, and Absolutely. let us know if you read Legends and Lattes. Oh yeah, come on in, talk our ear off about it. It'll be great. Yes, uh, we're always it. here for book reviews. <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks again. Yep. See you, everyone, and have uh, happy holidays, and uh, we'll see you again in the new year. Yeah, see you next year. (laughs) Bye. Bye.